Good afternoon here on this Wednesday, March 3rd, the time 4.38. Hope everyone's having a nice day so far. Now, the theme of the show here today has been talking about what happened at Kamloops City Hall yesterday as Kamloops City Council went through a special session to talk about social issues and try to come up with some solutions to the issues and the problems we are seeing in our community. To talk a little bit more about some of the proposals being made and specifically as it relates to what's going on in downtown Kamloops, pleased to welcome Executive Director of the Kamloops Central Business Improvement Association, Carl DeSantis. Carl, how are you today? I am doing very well, Jeff. How are you, my friend? Ah, not too bad. Better now that you're on the program. How about that? <laughs> You've had a busy day talking about all of these uh, conversations from council yesterday. Well, hey, they they spend what almost four hours sitting around the table. So I will, uh, I'll say, I'm getting it easy compared to what they went through yesterday. And and some of the seriousness of this conversation can really, uh, you know, make it a little bit more exhausting as well, but important to talk about. Well, you know what, and I was listening to Colton talking or trying to summarize uh, all of the motions to the motions to the amendments to the, and I don't even know how they keep track of that stuff. I don't know how they don't suffer motion sickness, humor (laughs) intended. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, let's, let's get into it here a little bit, Carl. I guess one of, before we get into the conversation around what was proposed yesterday, maybe it's important just to sort of get your perspective on, on what we are seeing in the streets in downtown Kamloops, just how serious are, you know, some of the issues around the homelessness population and, and some of the activity, the, the less desirable activity that does go on. We keep hearing about, you know, the defecation that happens in front of businesses and uh, fires being set in front and around business properties. I mean, it's, it's really concerning. Yeah, there's concerns, Uh, and I want to start with two things. First of all, uh, I I was listening earlier when uh, Councillor Bill Sarai was on, and and, uh, he mentioned, uh, let's not start pointing fingers, and I know he wasn't talking to anybody specific. I'm not here to point fingers at anybody, any organization. This is a tough time for every one of us. We're looking at solutions. We're looking at collaboration, and that's what we're trying to do. Uh, Are there challenges? You bet. And, uh, you know, you've known me for a few years now. I have never come on on the air and talked openly about a bunch of the challenges because you know what we know they're there we're working on them behind the scenes but uh, let's find reasons to celebrate all things downtown i think we can agree on that we're at the point right now it's a boiling point um and i think we need to be completely transparent uh, with everybody all organizations uh our business community the public about how this situation is deteriorating you know on one hand um we through the city identify our downtown as the heart of the city yet we are watching this vibrant community decline because of and only because of the impact of these inappropriate behaviors that certain populations are having on our businesses our employees the developments and the public and, uh, you know, and I do appreciate that individuals within those certain populations, they have challenges that none of us would ever want to experience, nor can we fully understand. However, enough is enough. Uh, you know, our businesses, they're having problems, but they're able to, uh, for the most part, navigate COVID challenges. Where we really need support right now is navigating these other issues, uh, you know, defecating and other inappropriate behaviors, whether they be criminal or otherwise. Has, has it gotten worse as a result of COVID-19 and, and particularly because, you know, we're talking about the, the housing challenged here when we're having this conversation and obviously shelter space has been limited as a result of having to social distance and reducing the number of beds and, and capacity that they are allowed to have. I imagine that things have, you know, sort of been brought more so to the forefront over these past 12 months as a result of this pandemic. 
Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the the imperfect storm that the pandemic has created has created uh, um, an opportunity for some of the vulnerable populations. And I'm not pointing at everybody again; mm-hmm. it's some um, to do to, to walk around more with more freedom and uh, um, cause a little bit more chaos on our streets. And why this is happening is well, hey, you know what? Because can loops, we're trying to be responsible. We're trying to keep our physical distancing. We're trying to stay home and balance that with supporting businesses. But quite clearly, you know, you look downtown, I'm looking out my window right now, there's nobody walking around right now. And what that does is uh, it, the pedestrian activity typically displaces inappropriate behaviors, vulnerable populations mm-hmm. and others. They don't like to be seen. They don't want to be seen doing these kinds of activities that we're referring to. So they displace. We don't have pedestrian activity. So it's opportunity for uh, for some individuals, and uh, unfortunately, that's what we're seeing right now. And it's uh, it's everything's coming to a head. Well, hopefully, some of the warmer weather will bring more people downtown, and then uh, yeah, we'll we'll start to see some things improve in that regard as well. But again, I've mentioned this number of times that might only just move the problem, and that doesn't solve the problem, and that's an issue here as well. But um, one of the things that was brought forward yesterday at council during uh, Bill Sarai's notice of motion was talking about getting more patrols in downtown areas, also along the Tronquil corridor, I believe. Uh, Jeremy Hyten there with the North Shore BIA. He's going to be on in the morning, and I'm sure we'll have a very similar conversation with Howie Reimer at that point in time. But what are your thoughts on just having a few more eyes on the streets? You mentioned having pedestrians around. That does help deter some behavior. Do you think having that security presence as well would make a big difference? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the more the more hands on deck to uh, help support uh, our downtown business community, the better off we are all going to be. And this isn't just on the city. I mean, the city wears a lot of this, but it's not just on the city. The province, they really need to step up with support and funding. When you look at the overall demand on uh, policing, fire resources, they're through the roof right now. And they're going to so many incidents, repeat calls of things that they, quite frankly, they shouldn't be or shouldn't be uh, uh, attending. You know, they're, they're responding to incidents that would be better dealt with by mental health professionals, other professionals, counselors, things like that. Today, I'll share a story with you today. Uh, it was just a block and a half away from our office. CAP team, we're, we're just wandering uh, the alley, patrolling the alley, and uh, they found uh, discarded needles. This is something they do regularly, and, I, and, and God love them for doing what yeah. they do. They pick them up safely and dispose of them, something none of us would ever want to do, but they do it every single day. As they're doing this, they were confronted by, uh, by an individual and uh, suffering mental health problems. But there was a, a, a verbal conflict immediately. Uh, this individual was aggressive, verbally aggressive, and uh, uh, cap team members disengaged, started to walk away. This, this, this character started to chase them. And uh, fortunately, there was no physical uh, uh, result. As a, you know, they were able to get away safely. And uh, who did we call? RCMP, because that's the available resource. Yeah. So, you know, we, we need more Car 40. Car 40 would have been perfect for this. Um, I went out and I spoke with uh, the friend of that particular individual I'm referring to. She was polite, cooperative. She told us about the mental health challenges her friend had been suffering untreated diagnosed yes but untreated because this person just wasn't in a place where he was uh, prepared to go for uh, for help and support so what are we going to do so you know is more security going to help well it will because it'll deter those behaviors but uh, but they're not going to be able to you know take them uh, off to get treated yeah. uh, you know that's it's just a it's a, a wraparound service that we require from all agencies to be participating in here to support cases just like that. 
And, you know, cap team uh, issue today, that could have been any one of us. And I'm not here to say that we're not a safe community, but there are challenges right now. And, uh, you know, it hits close to home when when you see cap team trying to do their part to continue to keep this a clean and safe environment and, uh, and they're confronted the way they were. Yeah, and I know uh, one of the things that was talked about yesterday what, at the council table was having a, a nice conversation at the provincial level with Minister of Housing, Minister of Mental Health and Addictions. Um, you know, getting all these players at the table is oh so important because it does feel like a lot of time when I talk to these individuals, these people who are in charge of the port- these portfolios, they often sort of download it to the other and, and kind of do point fingers. Not that you want to point fingers, but you say, that's not my responsibility. That falls on mental health and addictions. Well, that's not my responsibility. That's the issue of housing. Well, this isn't a provincial thing this has to fall to the municipality and it is just an ongoing carousel and it's really frustrating for all parties involved because we all want to find solutions but yet uh, if no one's willing to sort of step up and say this this falls on me to start making some some wheels turn here uh, it's hard to get any anywhere um one of the things too that the camera program what is what is that going to do do you think that has uh, a real impact here so kudos for uh, introducing the conversation because, uh, you know, any effort to deter inappropriate behaviors is appreciated. What is what I heard was um, that the city has been directed to develop this registration program. Okay. Yeah. So translated, the city is hoping to develop a list of businesses that already have security cameras within their businesses. So these are existing cameras, but by nature, they're typically uh, purchased and set up for internal purposes, which would include, I guess, the uh, protection of their own assets, you know, against theft and things like that. Those cameras are typically not street facing. There's exceptions, but they're typically not. That's not their purpose. So as such, the registration program is not going to support on the street public safety the way uh, the way i think uh, the spirit of it uh, was intended you know it's it's a it's a good a good initiative i'm aware of it i've had conversations about it but i think it fell a little short there's more that can be done in that area regarding uh, cameras if the, if there's a commitment to um, deter to install them to deter inappropriate behaviors throughout our downtown area so do you think that's something maybe the municipality should look at uh, incorporating itself, maybe setting up some streets on, on maybe, or some, some cameras, excuse me, on like some, some light posts and things like that? You think that may be a more appropriate way to, to try to put some more eyes on the street, that more cameras on the street? Boy, am I glad I, that you asked me that. Uh, the answer is absolutely. Um, you know, surveillance cameras are allowed where it is necessary to protect public safety or assist or deter um, in the investigation of a criminal act. Okay, So do I think uh, we should do do this? I do. It's something that, it's not novel. It's something that uh, we've seen success stories in communities throughout the province, throughout the country, throughout the world. And uh, you know what? It, it, there's, there's To hear resistance <clears throat> about uh, installing such a program can be a bit discouraging. I... Uh, I've got to say because the the successes of programs such as this are, are remarkable. You know, push rewind. Uh, I, I I was a cop for thirty years, and I can tell you that the use of security cameras as a deterrent works absolutely works. And uh, and then uh, for investigating crime, I said it's required. You know, it's not a situation where we 
advocate to have cameras set up so people could watch to see what you're doing when you walk around uh, Victoria Street. If I want to see what Jeff Andreas is doing, I'm going to go look at Jeff Andreas on the street. I don't need a camera to do that. Mm-hmm. The sole purpose, the sole purpose of any public-facing camera program would be to deter inappropriate behaviors. And uh, that's what we hope to achieve. And uh, we look forward to continuing collaboration to try and achieve that. Carl, you're always awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Always appreciate the time. Looking forward to the patios opening up back downtown as well once we get the, a little bit warmer weather coming our ways. It's starting, but it's not quite here yet, but it's coming soon. Thanks for the time, though. It is so. Yep, I've got you in my calendar, and I'll uh, hold you to it. I'll see you soon. I can't wait. There is Carl DeSantis, Executive Director of the Kamloops Central Business Improvement Association. Interesting stuff, and I uh, really appreciated those comments in terms of the camera program as well. Um, you know, the City Council had a good conversation about it, and, uh, you know, it's a definitely a useful tool to have those eyes on the street, those cameras on the street. Uh, but maybe um, the way council went about it yesterday, based on what Carl was saying there, might not be the best way. And you know what? As a 30-year veteran of a police force, I think he's got some good insight on that one. So really appreciate the time, Carl, as always. Thank you so much for coming on the show.